the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. I'm just, I'm just having a good time already. Yes, indeed it is. I can't think of a better way to get over the hump towards the weekend than on some winds that happened across the country. Although there's one big wind that they're trying to deny us tonight. They're trying to suck the wind out of the glory that is going on in what is now being called by many people as Magazona, baby. Magazona. Don't, Don't you like that? Isn't that clever? (laughs) <laughs> hey, if Newsom leaves, we could have Magafornia. <laughs> oh, we need some Magafornia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. We're going to kind of give you an overview of some of the glory that happened last night in the Super of All Tuesday primaries. And uh, as y'all can tell, I'm happy with a lot of the results that took place. And uh, I'm going to give you guys kind of my breakdown, my my kind of my analysis of it and where I think we go from here because... Um, there's a war going on within the Republican Party. And it even includes one particular ghost in Arizona. And I think he might have finally been exercised. That demon might have finally been brought out of the state of Arizona. They might be free now. As I'm, that's my preacher voice. Did y'all get that? <laughs> I have several movie lines going through my head right now, too. Um, but here's the thing. What, what, so what in many areas, and, and I shared with you guys last night some of the shenanigans that went on uh, across in, every, in all the five states where we had these primaries, and they actually continue today. What we are hoping for, and they're continuing to withhold the results the official results from the Kerry Lake and Kathy Robson, I believe her name is, who is the uh, the establishment there, gal. They're trying to withhold the results from us to suck the life out of her. And I think they know what the margin is. And I, quite frankly, I think they're trying to come up with some way in which they can overcome that deficit. So the games continue. If Kerry Lake pulls it out, I, I'm, there's many people today to say, see, we don't have to worry about elections because turnout, turnout, turnout. And if we just get enough people out there, then we don't have to worry about anything in regards to the elections. We and, and we're sitting good. How do you guys feel today based upon these wins? And I expect Carrie Lake. Uh, we'll see, though. Uh, how do you guys feel about our elections? That's the question for you guys at the open of the show. 888-344-1170. Another question I'm pondering is uh, not just the primary results around the country with congressional and and governor races, but there was also a significant ballot measure on on the ballot in Kansas that involved the uh, abortion. And I've got a question for you guys. How can... How can it be a win for both conservatives 
as well as the pro-choice crowd, given the fact that the amendment failed in Kansas. And I'm going to give you my perspective on that that, you know, y'all might not agree with or not. Um, Pelosi, I think, is on her way back. I think she's back on her broom flying back to the United States off after having gone on <laughs> on, on her toot. Uh, somebody's making some uh some not politically correct hand gestures. Hey, stop doing that. Whoever you, are. <laughs> Whoever you are, knock it off. You're making me giggle. I'm losing my concentration. Do you think that it was a good move? Uh, there, it, it seems like the consensus is kind of split. Uh, you know, Lieutenant Rogers was on the show last night. He gave his perspective as a military man, a military strategist, naval intelligence officer, that there was absolutely no reason for her to go over there. It was a bad move, and, and it could likely end up, not necessarily right now, but before the midterms in a military conflict with, with China. Oh, but we got all the hawks, baby, all being all hawkish, saying, oh, we got we to show strength to China, and we can't let them boss us around. Where do you stand on it? Do you think it was a good move? 888-344-1170. Those topics and more coming up tonight night um, before i go any further you know who's been making me giggle it's this man he keeps me in stitches every night of the week it's dj potato skins yeah there's nothing funny about a potato skin uh, but there's a lot funny about nancy pelosi uh yeah i'm not gonna say who's <laughs> doing those things uh but what i will say about the elections andrea yes. is i would even go as far as to say that you know what they're going to stay out of arizona because if lake can pull this out they're going to say look a strong MAGA candidate like carrie lake she pulled it out. Obviously, there's no fraud going on with our elections. Um, I think that they could make that argument in other places. And so I don't think it, this race is too important. Arizona is too important for the establishment rhinos to keep uh, in their pocketbook that I don't think that they they want to they're willing to sacrifice the, this primary race and this nomination to try to uh, shut down. Uh, election fraud. Now they are using, they are actually using this state and this race as an opportunity to continue to push the big lie. And the real big lie is that there was no fraud that took place. They're trying to categorize it today as a battle between those who are pushing the lie of voter fraud and those who care about democracy. Um, but we know that this is really a battle between America first policies and traditional America. It's really a battle for between those of us who want freedom in this country and constitutional uh, an America as as our founders envisioned one based on limited government states rights individual liberty individual freedom it's those of us which is which is Trump came down the escalator he coined the term make America great again but he was only able to turn that into a winning um, a acronym a winning hashtag because it reflected actually the majority of the American people and we are in a civil war in this country although no shots have been fired and it's not really Republican versus Democrat what we see playing out in Arizona what it's what it's an example of is it's an example of the battle that's going on between us pro-America people and pro Traditional America, what this country was founded on, a constitutional republic, free enterprise, individual liberty, and the uniparty establishment system that wants to pretend to us that there's a difference between the Republicans and the Democrats, and they're not. Let me remind you who came out of Arizona off of his deathbed for the uh, express purpose and with one intention, and that was to stop the repeal and replacement of Obamacare. Obamacare was a key factor 
and the transformation of the United States of America from a constitutional republic to a Marxist communist state. It was an income redistribution scheme. It was a way to take us over from within. If they could get our energy sector and get control over that and control our lives through energy and through our health care, we were done. And that's what John McCain was about. And that's what the establishment Republican Party was about. Because after he did that, did we repeal and replace Obamacare? Even though the Republicans, including John McCain, campaigned in 2014 when the Democrats and independents joined the Republicans and gave both houses of Congress to the Republicans. It was, they were going to do it. Yeah, it was for two reasons. They wanted Obamacare repeal and replaced because at that point, the truth as to what was involved in that deal was being felt by the American people. American people believed Barack Obama when he said it would cost you the same. If you wanted like your doctor, you could keep your your doctor if you had insurance you wouldn't lose your insurance and it would only cost you the amount of a cell phone bill and when and they held off the reality of it kicking in until past 2012 right and so then when the effects started which was the presidential election so obama could could and i'm sorry you got to go into this history but it's really important if, if we're going to go forward in this country to know to and we've got elections coming on who's with us and who's against us right so um the Republicans all ran on on repeal and replace Obamacare in 2014, as well as um, sealing the border, because that's when we had the border invasion. And they did nothing. When tra- and then and their, their excuse was after 2014 was that, well, we got to have the White House. So many people held their nose and continued to vote for the John McCain's who had lied on the campaign trail and promised that they would deliver these uh, these promises on these promises only to have them completely spit in the face of Trump, which spit in the face of 75 million Americans. They were desperate. The Republican Party was desperate to flip Arizona blue with the Democrats. They didn't they have been fighting MAGA since he came down the escalators. The Republican Party knew from day one. That there was no Russian collusion. So let's get so but but to keep it on Arizona, there was a reason why Fox News and the establishment called Arizona first in 2020. And they're desperate to keep it in the establishment wing. That's why they hated Carrie Lake so much. Right. And we now know. So so a couple of interesting things. Well, let me let me stay on John McCain and then I'm going to have to take a break here. And then I'm going to get into some results and some of the things that happened out there. So they um, so that the establishment really did everything that they could to try to destroy Carrie Lake. This was a woman who is beautiful, articulate, gave up her career in news media and came forward to the American people and said, I can't I can't I can't continue with this anymore. I can't continue to read off a teleprompter lies that are being told to the American people. I can't continue to push out this propaganda anymore to the American people. And I'm MAGA now. I'm MAGA now. There was absolutely no reason when she declared she wanted to run for governor. There was absolutely no reason for the establishment party to not want to back this woman. This amazingly beautiful, articulate, hard-hitting, fierce woman. Every Republican should have been completely backing her. And why weren't they? Why did Mike Pence... And and uh, and this woman married to big bank Hank. Why did the establishment all have to dump 20? I think the, I think they dumped in. It wasn't just paid for by Robson's a uh, big bank Hank husband. I think it was the Republican Party themselves. I think spent 20 million dollars or something like that. Uh, in, in the Arizona race. Why? 
Why would they not support this woman who is clearly the only woman who can who can go up against the Democrats in Arizona? Because what we've got going on right now is they want to stop MAGA. They want to stop America first. And who better to want to stop MAGA than little miss my daddy's John McCain. Right. So yesterday she has been and she's been in a battle with Carrie Lake now for a couple of months. Um, so, um, because Carrie Lake did not kiss the, the ring of the McCain family and Carrie Lake has been coming out saying I'm pro MAGA. So yesterday, and so we know, um, one of the things that Carrie Lake did and one of the things that MAGA movement has been saying is we don't trust these mail-in ballots. We don't trust this process. We're not going to be mailing in our ballots and letting, you know, the, the local peeps do whatever they want to do with it. We're going to bring in, they're called, they're calling these guys mules. The, they're the local voters and Republicans were, and, and, even the Democrats and independents that wanted to vote for Carrie Lake were like, we're bringing in our ballot and we are dropping it off so we can watch this process and make sure that it gets processed, right? So what ended up happening was mail-in ballots that, that arrive early are typically Democrat, right? So of course, those went for Robson. And so um, going into election day yesterday, there was a lot of concern because it didn't seem like there was a lot of turnout at the polls. And that's really what was going to tell the tale early on during the day. How is Carrie Lake doing was, you know, what's the turnout like? And people were really concerned because the turnout at the polls didn't really look good early in the day. People were kind of freaking out, except Miss Megan McCain. Here's what she tweeted out. <laughs> <laughs> that she has now deleted. <laughs> wow. Lake is getting crushed so far. Triple exclamation points. Incredible. Double exclamation points. Everybody better turn into prime time if this lunatic loses because she's going to go absolute insane on live TV. Like one for the books makes Trump look normal. Right. So she since she since deleted this because it didn't turn out well for Miss Megan uh, later on. Uh, then she tweets out, I see my initial predictions were right, despite the initial excitement of Robson pulling ahead. Congratulations to my home state for making the transition to full-blown MAGA conspiracy theory fraudster. The voters have spoken. Be careful what you wish for. You know what? I want to say thank you to Megan McCain right now. Because didn't this nasty tweet to the voters of Arizona say everything about the nastiness of John McCain and how and what he really thought about American citizens. He just thought he was so much better than every American out there. He looked down his nose at MAGA. He looked down his nose at the average American. Of course, this is the same man who called his wife the C word in front of a a, a bunch of uh, a, a news crew. So I wouldn't expect much more from her. She later tweeted out. Um, A quote from her dad, I think it was, that said, well, the voters have spoken the B word. She called him the B word. The B word for men. Oh, take a joke, she said. You know what? You ain't going to make me feel bad, Meghan McCain, because we're really glad today that the the McCain legacy is has been buried along with your dad. In fact, here is what Kelly Ward, who's the head of the Republican Party uh, in Arizona, had to say. It's been a long fight, 12 years, taking yep. on John McCain, taking on the machine. And, and yesterday in Arizona, it was a culmination and it was an exorcism of John McCain from our state and from our country. Yeah, it was. Earlier in the day, somebody else had tweeted oh, like a threat to, to Carrie Lake, like not a threat, but like an ominous boating that she couldn't win because you don't insult John McCain in Arizona. No, the ghost of John, John McCain has been quieted. 
Okay, he's been exercised out of the spirit of Arizona. However, it's not over for Kerry Lake. We're going to tell you where the race actually stands and what's going on. We're also going to go go through a couple of other races around the country, including what happened in Kansas, because there's a lot of people really upset today from the pro-life movement about an amended amendment that was on the books in Kansas. And we're going to share that with you as well as what's happening with the Eric's and Trump. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer is San Diego. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. We've been talking about uh, Arizona and uh, now in it now being Magazona. Magazona um, Masters won his race as well. Here's but here's here's what's going on with um, with Carrie Lake though. We've had our fun talking about Megan McCain. Seriously though, um, basically we have no information now. Since last night or this morning, as to there's and there's absolutely no excuse for it. No excuse whatsoever. Did the counting suddenly stop? 80 percent has been reported. Okay, but last break, I was telling you guys how how things were rolling, that um, the Democrats and i.e. Republican Robson wing did the mail in ballot, sending him in early. Uh, It was well known that Carrie Lake voters were going to be showing up same day because they don't trust the system. Right. And they wanted to show up and either vote in person or or just completely come in and drop in their mail in ballots. So everybody was like, look, we're going to have to see how the the in-person turnout rolls out she's going to need at least 60 percent of that to win and she was getting it and then all of a sudden with 80 percent reporting and she was up by two two percentage points they stopped giving us any numbers doesn't that sound familiar right and they're not even going to give any kind of even an update until 7 p.m. tonight, 24 hours since the polls closed. There's supposedly uh, there has been supposedly now all day uh, or since last night, 100,000 votes to cast. That's so, inexcusable. It's completely inexcusable. And also inexcusable is the fact that Robson has not. If Robson had gone ahead and conceded, it would be over. Which tells you that she that the, she and 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 there I, I I know for a, I can't say I know for a fact, but certainly you've got the right to be suspicious that the people trying to claim that this is some kind of battle between those who are lying about election fraud and democracy as those who know that th- those who are really fighting to save this country, fighting to protect our, our nation against election fraud, because nothing matters if elections don't matter. And we know It was proven that Biden did not legitimately win Arizona when at least 40,000 illegal votes were added into the total and his margin of victory was 10. That's not a legitimate win. Trump win. So we have every reason to think that it's not us who are lying about election integrity. And there's no excuse for why Robson has not already conceded. And there's no excuse for why we still don't know any more information. So we, uh, when we get it at seven, it should be released. Now, of course, Carrie Lake did the right thing by saying, basically, I'm, ex- I'm considering myself the winner. Good for her. Right. Um, another winner. Uh, and basically, the entire day yesterday was a win for Trump and MAGA, including the fact that um, Peter Mayer, I, I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right, Representative Peter Mayer of Michigan, one of 10 House Republicans who voted to impeach former President Trump, uh, lost uh, his uh, uh, against a MAGA candidate uh, named John Gibbs. Now, there's many people that are saying, well, Gibbs only won because Democrats, you know, um, supported John Gibbs because he's this MAGA guy who goes who goes around saying that there was, you know, shenanigans in the election. And the Democrats were thinking that um, uh, 
that if they helped this John Gibbs guy who's African-American get, you know, get across the finish line, that he would be easier to beat in the general election than this guy, Peter. Um, and this guy, Peter, was like complaining about that. Well, the reality, the, the bottom line is no matter who paid, no matter who ran ads for this guy, the voters, the, the Republican voters in Michigan, MAGA came out and MAGA was not going to come out and put Tudor Dixon as the primary candidate uh, who's ultra, ultra MAGA on the on the ticket and then go with this guy who voted to impeach Donald Trump. So it, it wasn't the Democrats that put John Gibbs over the line. Um, another person who lost their reelection bid was um, in June was South Carolina, um, Tom Rice, who had voted to impeach. There was two others that were on the ballot yesterday that voted to impeach. And uh, there hasn't been a re- projected winner yet. So we don't know the results there as well. That's uh, Rep- Washington Representative Jamie Herrera Butler and Dan Newhouse. Um we have every reason to be. I, I, this morning on Newsmax, even before I knew that they were going to be withholding uh, any any additional numbers until 7 p.m., they asked me how I felt about Arizona. And I said, and they showed me that, that Carrie Lake was up by 2%. And I said, I'm uncomfortable because I'm seeing a number that gives them how much they need to overcome. Well, even when Trump was, I believe it was Pennsylvania, Andrea, he was up yeah. by 600,000 votes. Right. Um, when it comes to the Eric's, so. Um, and, you know, one of the things that concerns me is, is the battling within the Republican Party and the Republican Party establishment, the party itself, leadership, trying to put their thumb on the scales. And that was involved in Arizona. And it's also been involved in Missouri. You know, we had Eric Greitens, who had been the former governor, who was a MAGA candidate running for Senate. There was a state attorney general named Eric who was running for Senate there. And um, Trump had not endorsed anybody. Well, come to find out the Republican Party leadership and Karl Rove were running ads against Eric Greitens. And then this weekend, the reason why Trump came out and just said, vote Eric, is because evidently, reportedly, according to uh, Dr. Gina Loudon from Real America's Voice, is that uh, Ronna McDaniel herself, the head of the Republican Party, flew to Trump where Trump was at his golf tournament and put the pressure on him to endorse the establishment candidate. Our Republican Party is not supposed to be trying to control who the Republican voters vote for. That's not supposed to be happening. Although we realize that that's really what was happening in a variety of different methods and ways, which is how we ended up with Mitt Romney on the ticket in 2012 as our Republican nominee for president, and also why we got John McCain in 2008. Neither one capable of beating Barack Obama, and neither one really giving a hoot that much. In fact, John McCain intentionally told, speaking of the ghost of John McCain, who's been now exercised, thank goodness, would we have had Barack Obama if he had bothered? Would we? You look at everything that has happened in this country since Barack Obama took office as a part of his transformation, particularly what he's done to children through the schools. If John McCain had done his job as a candidate and or just stood back and let Sarah Palin do what she wanted to do, which was tell the truth to the American people about Barack Obama. But we know we had the we have had the Republican establishment controlling our elections in a variety of different means against the will of the people against our benefit. And look, I've got some great friends who are are in different positions in the Republican Party. But now, but I I can't hold back. I got to be honest about what's going on. 
there's something wrong when the Republican Party, we need new leadership. And here's who I recommend to take over Republican Party leadership, Scott Pressler. Who knows who Scott Pressler is? He is the guy who single-handedly has gone around this country on his own and paid for by donors to sign up and to register new voters and to register them as Republicans. He has been a one-man machine signing up. If you are glad that in certain states... That he has incre- that the voter registration has increased in terms of Republican numbers compared to Demo- Democrats. You can thank Scott Pressler. Has Ronna McDaniel been going around and hitting the streets, signing up and registering new voters? You know what? One of the ways he did it was after we had um, riots in places like Baltimore. He went. And and remember when Kimberly Klasick, when after the Baltimore riots and she was the African-American candidate, did a video showing the scourge of the crime of the streets in Baltimore and the trash everywhere and just the hideous conditions. Scott Pressler is the one who led a cleanup crew down there and showing how much the Republican Party can care about the inner city, can care about the poor people and the conditions they live in. And he was able to, through efforts like that, and even cleared out Hobo Jungle and Skid Row in L.A. by himself. And it's efforts like that that got him to register people for the Republican Party. We need more of that. We need less of the Ronna McDaniels raising $400,000 supposedly to fight election fraud and then not spend a dime of it. And then when we've got an election in Georgia where the balance of power hangs, she's she skipped off with all the Republican people uh, on a vacation. So she so yeah, and 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 I'm disappointed that Trump uh, uh, let her whisper in his ear. But in this case, I'm going to give him a pass on it because I do think that Eric Greitens, the allegations against him from his ex-wife, however invalid or not, um, he just had too much baggage uh, from that end. I think there was just too much they could use to destroy him. Um, but Trump needs Trump. Trump needs to tell Ronna McDaniel to, to he needs to block Ronna McDaniel on his phone. Get him out of here. Um, we're going to take a break and I am then going to get into what happened in Kansas. A lot of stuff happening with abortion, including an executive order that Joe Biden signed today, claiming that it was unconstitutional for the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade. They hadn't given up on abortion. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. I haven't mentioned it, um, but prayers for everybody in Kentucky. The flooding that's been going on there, and now evidently they got a heat wave. It's just you know tough, just horrible conditions. And you know we we have our history of flooding down in New Orleans in the South, and so it's nothing you know nothing worse than flooding except. The heat and the stench and dealing with it when afterwards. So anyway, prayers for everybody down there. And also, I don't know who this Vin Scully dude is, but rest in peace, Vin Scully. People are very upset today that Vin Scully has passed away. Vin Scully, not only as a Dodger fan, because he was a Dodger broadcaster for... 67 years. Oh, I had no idea that I was going to, I was, gonna, I was, I was going to um, uh, trigger you by oh, yes. mentioning Vince uh, Scully. Not only was he a mentor of mine in getting into broadcasting, oh, um, but he is the greatest and the, recognized by many as so the greatest broadcaster across all of broadcasting, not just baseball, not just sports, but all of broadcasting that ever lived because not only was he a wordsmith on the mic, Andrea, mm-hmm. but he was one of the gentlest, nicest, most respectful, classy men you will ever 
meet or hear about. Well, then hat tip to him for that because we don't have that anymore in no, our, we don't. And particularly in our sports broadcasting. No, I, 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 when my son texted me last night that he had passed, I literally I, I sat here for a couple of minutes in the studio. Oh and yeah, they're showing up, up there now. Oh, he was a Hall of Fame sportscaster. And he he was 94. So, you know, I, I'm not a baseball person, let alone, I think it was UCLA. So, you know, I, ne- I honestly, growing up in the South, I we never, UCLA, I mean, we heard of Princeton or, you know, um, what's the school in, in uh, Malibu, right? What's that school in Malibu? I don't know. I never went to Malibu for yeah, school. Yeah, <laughs> so see, I didn't really grow up knowing a lot about California colleges, okay? That's not uh, prayer Stanford, to, to Stanford he, maybe, but not UCLA. So I, I never, and I'm not a baseball fan, so I had no idea who he was today. I'm like, people are really bummed over Actually, this Hugh Vince Hewitt, Clay. many years ago, I'm actually trying to get Hugh on my own show, was able to interview, and this is hard to do, Vince Scully for an entire hour on the Hugh Hewitt show. Wow, Okay. So it'll be my tribute to Vin if I can get Hugh to talk with me about that. Okay, well then, I'm glad I brought it up because I, I wasn't too. even going to. So um, rest in peace to Vin Scully, you evidently, uh, and to his family that he evidently Many was prayers. somebody. I mean, to to be that beloved. I didn't even know who he was, but I mean, it was clear to me today that he Every was incredibly team, beloved. So, like, you would expect, so, like if somebody passed away uh, in a certain market, you would expect, okay, L.A. So L.A. would mourn. You see things throughout L.A., Things were pouring in for hours all over the country last night. It was so beautiful to see. That's nice. Yeah, I'm glad I brought it, it up. Made me feel you know good. what? My son and I stayed up late. And we watched four hours of coverage on this. Oh wow! Four hours, and we didn't even talk about it today in in our show prep. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm glad I brought it up because you know, at a time right now where we're so divided as a nation and things are so it's so tense, and you know, the just the the vitriol and uh, there's so much bullying going on, and I'm glad that he's being remembered positively because it, you know. Um, the left could really, given their history, r- recent behavior, him being 94 meant that he lived a lot of his adult life um, before, you know, um, African-Americans were allowed to vote. And, and I you know, and I and so I'm it on our clip source, Andrea, but he's he, he even over the years spoke out against wokeism during the broadcasts. Wow. So, you know, it's interesting that I haven't heard, I have not seen any attacks on the memory of Vin Scully today, and so that's nice. So I'm I'm glad uh, that that uh, I'm glad I mentioned it and brought it up to you. I don't know how to transition from that to Claire McCa- McCa- McCaskill. Is that how you say her name? Um, yeah, Claire McCaskill. Um, how do I, you know, how do I go from the great? That's Vin- hard. Yeah, from the great Vin Scully to this. Yeah. Um, okay. So we, yeah, we got to get back to abortion. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to segue. I was so happy for a moment. <laughs> I know. Maybe we should save this. Up. Maybe we should just finish this segment by having having some laughs about Pelosi. And yeah, that's um, a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about Pelosi going off on her toot, and then we'll come back uh, with the serious topic of what happened in Kansas Sounds with the good. abortion and some of the crazy comments that Claire McCaskill made and the attacks on Catholics and even talking about dogs. I mean, she just went off the rails. They're so off the rails with the desire for abortion in this country that literally it got crazy in Kansas and um, it got crazy. And then it ended before the uh, the Kansas vote on adoption uh, on abortion. And then it got even crazier to upsetting today for people. So let's talk about Pelosi, because she is evidently finished uh, her trip. Um, she's being lauded by a lot of Republicans as well as Democrats. Today, I'm even hearing from Republicans. 
about what a champion this woman is and has been for for human rights and that basically she did the equivalent of the student standing in front of a tank in Tiananmen Square. I literally heard that from somebody who I actually supported in a race here in California today and thought, you've lost your mind. What is it with some Republicans that it's like Pavlov's dogs, right? That, you know, the second there's there's conversation about maybe some military conflict, they're like salivating. It's ridiculous. It's like Gator. He he's Gator's obsessed with pepperoni, and if he can smell like a little piece of a pepperoni, he's that's just Pete like, and chicken, my dog. Oh yeah, yeah. He can smell it miles away. Well, Gator has a Gator has a, um, a poultry uh, sensitivity, so oh. he he, ha- he only gets he doesn't get a whole lot of treats, but he loves that and he loves vanilla cake. Yeah, I, I I've been hearing all of this Pelosi praise, and I'm like, my goodness, you actually just you couldn't stand her before she took off on this trip, right? And what and and are any of these hawks militarily are they kind of aware that we are not battle ready? It, and if and and what I would rather had and and I'm not saying the Republicans needed to come on and bash her, but could they not have said, hey, before when we're not battle ready and when we already are the biggest fools on the globe with what happened in Afghanistan and oh not by the way, not a good time for you to go. Not to a good team. time because the only reason we were able to get Zawahiri is because the Taliban has partnered now with Al Qaeda and they're just roaming around the streets. Um, like it's no big deal, right? I mean, we've completely abdicated on the war and terror and we look completely weak and feckless on the stage. And then then you add in, and that's even before you add in a commander in chief that literally tries to shake the hands of people that aren't even on the stage and can't finish a sentence. How about you tell us before you go and provoke the Chinese Communist Party, how about you tell us the the purpose and the strategic mission for this and how it's going to advance America's interest? Because quite frankly, lady, the only thing you have advanced is the interest of your and your husband's pocketbook, just like recently with the CHIPS bill that was just passed. At least justify this before, no, they got a backer in anything that she's doing. We still don't even really know why she went over. There was no, there was no explanation other than, oh, we've got, we've got to show support for democracy around the world. Well, duh. This is what we do as Americans. You want to show support for democracy? How about it start at home with you cleaning up our, our, our elections and making sure that they're valid and that everybody's legitimate vote counts and we don't have illegals voting and we don't have shenanigans happening with printers and with, with with uh, mail-in ballots that are going out missing missing races on them. How about you protect that? And and how about if you really want to show support for democracy and 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 poke China in the process? How about you tell China they're not allowed to buy up any more farmland? Period. Yeah. How about you get rid of Joe Biden and you invoke the 25th Amendment, you get him out and then you prosecute Hunter Biden and you no longer allow our oil to be sold over to to a Chinese communist country in which Hunter Biden has an interest. It's such a mixed message, Andrea. Right. So these Republicans acting like this is a good thing, you've lost me. And if you're a Republican pushing that, quite frankly, fortunately, there's no MAGA candidates. That I'm aware of that are pushing this. My man Andy Biggs hadn't been saying, yay, great idea, Pelosi. And you know who else didn't think it was a good idea and actually had the funniest comment about it today? <laughs> I never play this man because I absolutely detest him, but I'm laughing my butt off at what Stephen Colbert, how he described Pelosi's trip to Taiwan. This Skins- is my first time hearing it. Can't wait. All right. Chinese have also conducted live fire drills in the South China Sea and scrambled jets as her plane landed in Taiwan. All of this for an 82-year-old woman with bones made of peanut brittle. 
<laughs> Tensions are so bad, the Defense Department has upgraded its readiness to DEFCON MIMA. You should call more. You should call more. You should call more. Now, see, that is proof right there that Colbert can be funny. Yes. Yes. I miss his old show. Yeah. Hat tip. The Republicans are all saying hat tip Operation Mima. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to take it back to Kansas and we're going to talk about what happened there. Was this might have been a win for pro-life, but I'm going to tell you, I still think it was a win for conservatism. And let me tell you why when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AIM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Chinese have also conducted live fire drills in the South China Sea and scrambled jets as her plane landed in Taiwan. All of this for an 82-year-old woman with bones made of peanut brittle. <laughs> Tensions are so bad the Defense Department has upgraded its readiness to DEFCON MIMA. I just have to say this, Andrea, in in a very lighthearted way. Colbert, because that was so stinking funny, may be one of my nominees for Hero of the Week. I wouldn't go that far, man. I wouldn't go that far. There was a story today of a Pennsylvania teen who was rescuing people from an apartment fire with his trampoline. That's some that's some that's some hero stuff. That was just stinking funny. Yeah. So. um, All right. What this should be a clip for for humor I really wish this wasn't real, but this is Claire McCaskill. This is legit. Yeah, before. So Kansas had an amendment I'm going to read to you guys in a minute that has to do because after Roe was overturned, that minute was sent back to the people, which is what our Constitution requires that unless it's a right, unless it's something specifically, unless it's specifically enumerated in the Constitution, then it's up to the people to decide what to do with a particular issue. It's not supposed to be hijacked by the Supreme Court, right? So Kansas put an amendment on the ballot. Well, in advance of it, Claire McCaskill was all hysterical about, um, about if whether or not this amendment was going to pass to the degree because what happens is if some states uh, ban abortion and others have abortion, then that means women might have to travel across state lines. And here she starts talking about dogs sniffing lady parts. <laughs> but most Missourians, most Kansans, most Americans want rape victims to be able to terminate a pregnancy. They don't want dog sniffing women at airports to see if they're traveling to have an abortion. Uh, They don't want civil posses out looking to find people who have enabled someone to get a safe and legal abortion and go take after them in court. This is the kind of stuff the Republicans are doing now. It's not. Excuse me. Excuse me, Claire McCaskill. Do do we have. Do have you have we do we have dogs in airports sniffing women's lady parts to see when do we train dogs to sniff out and to alert pregnant woman here pregnant woman here this is a pregnant woman going to get it and how does the dog sniffing the lady part know that that lady is going to get rid of whatever the dog just sniffed you know, I've been to the airport quite a bit this year, Andrea, and I have to tell you, not one time that I see any of that going on. <laughs> this is insane. This is... <laughs> Just when you think they can't what? come up with anything else, 
They do. And she says, this is what Republicans are doing now. Can you imagine if a Democrat had said something this crazy that that had accused Democrats of training dogs to sniff lady parts? I mean, seriously, it would be on CNN. The only thing that would have made this even more crazy is if she had included men in this and talking about because she said sniffing women. The only thing that would have made this even you know what? I wish she had. I wish she had talked about sniffing birthing people. I wish she had said that. That would have. I just would have made it even so much better. <laughs> it's insane, Andrea. <laughs> okay. Okay, now I got to read to y'all the amendment. <clears throat> Some people are saying the amendment in Kansas was so poorly written that, that Kansas is a pro-life state, and they're like... <laughs> Dog sniffing lady parts. That there's no way that Kansas that that Kansas voted for this. But you know what? Maybe you know you can't say that. I mean, every state is different. This is what the founders wanted. They wanted every state and local area to have its own flavor, its own culture, and people to vote in what they wanted for that area. So here was the ballot text: Shall the following be adopted? Regulation of abortion because Kansans value both women and children. The Constitution of the state of Kansas does not require government funding of abortion, and does not create or secure a right to abortion to the extent permitted by the Constitution of the United States. The people through their elected state representatives and state senators may pass laws regarding abortion, including but not limited to laws that account for circumstances of pregnancy resulting from rape or incest or circumstances of necessity to save save the life of the mother. The value them both amendment would affirm There is no Kansas constitutional right to abortion or to require the government funding of abortion and would reserve to the people of Kansas through their elected state legislatures the right to pass laws to regulate abortion, including but not not limited to in circumstances of pregnancy resulting from rape or incest or when necessary to save the life of the mother. Um, That's pretty confusing. That's pretty confusing. The bottom is more clear. Um, that it would, it's, 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 it's confusing. You could read this and go, and in in fact, it, it, I'm really confused. It would, first of all, it says, okay, it would affirm that there's no, Kansas has no constitutional right, but then it goes on to say that it would require, um, that, that, that it would reserve to the people of Kansas through their elected state legislators, the right to pass laws to regulate, which basically is all that is what they already did through overturning Roe v. Wade. So you can kind of see here that this was this was some trickery with some language here, in my opinion. What do you guys think? 888-344-1170. Speaking of trickery, Joe Manchin's back at it with trickery on the uh, big funding bill. We're going to talk to Dave Elhoff about it when we come back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.